0: Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight-talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome
1: to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, the show that aims to help you grow your business now um thank you very much if you've been listening before and you've left us a review but please uh, you can find us on itunes please do leave us a review tell us how we're doing and if there are any topics you'd like us to cover on the show then please get in touch at marketingsimplified.co.uk. now we've been going through the last few weeks and all our experts have given you their top five tips right now Um, We've had Georgia on social media and branding. We've had myself going through websites. So it's only fair that we give our third leg, Andrew, a chance to talk through his top five tips if you're a trade at the moment um and managing your way through the coronavirus
2: crisis so andrew how are you doing first of all are you keeping sane sane yeah certainly healthy but sanity it was always in question at the beginning to before this sort of pandemic began but um yeah actually i'm all right and i think speaking to a lot of different people a lot of different trades out there the kind of emotional part of it is Seem to kind of gone now. Everyone sort of accepted what's happening. Have got into a bit of a routine, um, whether that's for better or for worse, and are now starting to to navigate and negotiate new ways out of it. Whether that's new hobbies and new exercise plans, etc. You've seen so many free webinars on offer. I've never been invited to so many things or felt so popular in my whole life. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but George it's nice we're talking ahead.
1: about this. Yeah georgia and i were talking about this earlier saying that you know you i've never felt so supported in my entire life i've had emails from the ceo of sainsbury's um (laughs) ceos from ceo from whole foods all these different big people i've never spoken to but they're there for me so it's all fine
2: i think that was just an individual one for you john i mean (laughs) that's so special that's really nice that the the ceo himself reached out (laughs) but um but no, look, we are seeing a lot of that. And, and it's funny that a lot of the kind of bigger brands are trying to um, to offer certain things. I mean, um, I, I might as well drop it in there. I mentioned at the beginning, I bought myself a new iPad. Didn't even realize, but what they are doing to kind of support new customers or drive sales is one, offering 0% finance and two, throwing Apple TV in for free for a year, which is worth okay. £60 over the course of the year. Um, so there's, there's kind of some deals to be had as well if your cash flow hasn't been affected um, by what's going on, or you or your your partner hasn't been furloughed, for example. Um... Let's say people kind of seem to be over this, the the emotional shock of what's happening, the emotional shock of the effects on their business. And now that they've seen that the actual money is coming in from the government, they are getting these payments, these furlough payments, these grants, these loans. Um, To be fair to the government, they're doing what they said they would do. I know it's different speeds and different times, but um, everyone I've spoken to so far seems to kind of be in a much better position than what they are and have a bit of peace of mind that those payments are coming in. Brilliant, stuff.
1: Okay, so let's start with your tip number one right now.
2: Well, I think if people haven't already, you've got to start with the figures. I mean, everybody's sales, everybody's income um, would have been affected. So um, it might be about looking at your PL, adjusting your overall forecast for the rest of the year, and therefore adjusting your cash flow forecast where payments were coming in, um, they might not be coming in as quickly as they were. It might be about setting up um, repayment plans with um, debtors. It might be about speaking to your suppliers and so on and so forth and seeing exactly what needs to happen in order that your payments don't fall behind. Um, it, it Probably we're going to stumble here, a lot of people on tip number one, simply because many small businesses and specifically trades are kind of got so much money coming in they're so busy but don't necessarily have a a plan going forward and this might be something that they do looking back every quarter when they have that that conversation with their accountant or bookkeeper and go oh you had a really good month or you had a really good quarter but having an active cash flow forecast and having an active forecast that they can adjust during this period just to see exactly how bad they're going to be affected is essential so definitely start with the figures first
0: so tell us about tip number two Andrew
2: so moving on, once you know exactly where you're going to be in sort of four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, et cetera, it's then communication with who you owe money to um, and who owes money to you. Um, as mentioned, it's, it's, people are paying and people are still getting those payments in. So there's plenty of movement because not everyone has been affected. So um, if it's a case of you owed £1,000 or you owe £1,000, can you pay £500 now and stagger the rest? Um, nobody wants to fall out with anyone we're all in the same boat so we can use this to our advantage as long as we keep speaking to those guys on the back of you what exactly what you know you can afford
0: i was going to say this is what people forget that um just because of the current climate and um, people do think that no one's ready to spend Well, actually people are some people are still working and still able to get tradesmen to come in and do certain things right exterior works and they've got the time now and they've got that rainy day fund that they're ready to Um, put into action, and so it's worth remembering that not everyone's in the same situation.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it is, and I think a lot of people are are kind of using it as an excuse not to pay as well. Um, The things have happened to them, or or this pandemic is going on and therefore they're sort of holding on to their money, or they're even ordering works during this time um, and then not paying for it to be done, which obviously is a a little bit kind of underhand. So this is where I'm saying, you know, number one, get your your figures in, in check, make sure everything's absolutely fine. Um, number two, communicate with the people that owe you money, um, and number number three, uh, communicate with people that that you owe money to. So you know, make sure that it's going both ways. Um, you might be in the same position as those guys. You might be in a slightly better position. I know for a lot of the emergency and reactive guys, um, including myself, you know, I'm now in a position where part of my time is spent coaching and part of my time I'm able to use my qualification and get out there and still work. So as a flow of business, I'm still using different services, web designers, bookkeepers, and so on, and I'm not, not paying those guys. So um, it's essential that that communication is going
1: both ways. So basically, keep on communicating, answer the phone, answer your emails, make sure that people know you're still around and have the, com- have the difficult conversations.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't even feel like a difficult conversation or confrontation at this stage because there's this sense of um, you know, kind of camaraderie because we're all in this together at the moment. So, you know, if someone's calling you because you owe the money and you're a week behind, people are gonna be a lot more understanding to it and you're gonna have better terms to negotiate for yourself and for your business. But moving on to tip number four, is it's all about communication with the actual clients and your customers. Are you discussing, or depending on how you speak to them and how you um, work with your database, is there an email series going out? Are you phoning the, the larger clients? Depending on who you work with, I know a lot of sort of reactive property services, a lot of the agents aren't working, a lot of the short-term letting companies aren't working, um, but a lot of the private homeowners are working or a lot of the emergency stuff, gas leaks, water leaks, and everything else are there. So if you're still, have, if you're still operating or part of your business is still operating, do your customers even know? Um, And I think, again, there was no communication from a lot of the guys that I know and work with for the first sort of three or four weeks. And now, all of a sudden, and I think you've seen it, John, there's a few companies that are reaching out and sort of saying, look, we need to let them know. And it's like, yeah, we're a little bit behind in this process now. There could have been an opportunity previously. But nevertheless, if you still haven't done it, if you still haven't had the communication so far with the other guys, communicate with your customers 100% is totally necessary because there could be work just waiting there, sat there.
0: Well, we're okay. seeing that a lot as well, actually, that people are putting out online, you know, does anybody know a decorator? Does anybody know a plumber? I've, I've called around five different companies and they're all closed. But if those people that were still um, functioning and, and having team members still out on site were putting that forward, whether, like you said, that was on their emails or their socials or their website, there'd be that work opportunity for them. Um, it's just everyone seems to think many companies aren't trading right now, which isn't the case.
2: It's not the case. And I think... As I said, part, and as the supply line changes, so originally it was really difficult to get certain parts or boiler parts or even the boilers themselves for replacements. It took three or four days to come in. Now it's back to next day delivery or same day delivery. So slowly everything's starting to turn. I spoke to a window company earlier today and their manufacturers are opening up. So again, although the work practices have to change, um as the supply chain changes and gets back everyone's starting to go back to work and as people's confidence returns as well to having tradespeople in the home it's starting to change as well 100 percent. that does seem yeah really important does not it because
1: it's was, it was like that thing you know it's, all of a sudden it hits people are worried everyone tries to hide away as you know we were told to do by the government etc um but people still have to work still have to earn a living and, and people still want those services. And I think, actually, Georgia, you mentioned this uh, in one of the previous podcasts, saying you can't just think that your own scenario is the same for everyone else. There mm-hmm. are different things going on in different people's minds. I spoke to uh, one guy who installs um, air conditioning the other day. He had a phone call from various different people who were so desperate to have air conditioning in. They moved out the top floor you got two guys in, they all socially distanced. One guy was inside fitting the inside units. One guy was outside. No one came into contact, yet they managed to do the job and fit it all properly in, in a safe manner as well. So, you know, there are still ways and means of doing all of this
2: there is and i think it goes back to kind of attitudes a lot of people when this came they kind of used it as an excuse to totally shut up shop and that's not a bad thing if they're using the time effectively i know a few of the trades guys i spoke to spending so much time with their family it's it's brilliant and it's really helped put other things into perspective it's really helped them evaluate which kind of moves me nicely onto my final sort of tip um re-evaluating your vision goals and overall strategy Because if you have done your figures and those figures have changed in tip one, and you have now negotiated more terms with your incoming and outgoing cash, and then you have spoken to your customers, you're potentially going to be in a completely different position. Could be better, by the way. It's not always worse. Um, But what it may mean, and it can often mean for a lot of other companies, is now they offer different products, new services, or have had to diversify somewhere or adjust their business model to kind of adapt to this type of situation. It might mean that refurbishment companies are now having to do more emergency-style works because that's what a key is classified. And in order just to get that kind of turnover or profit coming in, They've had to adjust their business model and overall strategy slightly.
0: That's actually a brilliant point, Andrew, about evaluating because I know for a number of businesses that this whole situation that we're currently in, they're coming off better in this because there's been opportunities for them. I know I'm surprisingly doing quite well in certain areas of my business that I never would have thought I would would have done. But through looking back over the last month or two, especially during the lockdown period, and looking at, wow, I've taken on four new clients because I did this differently, it's opened my eyes. Had I not evaluated what I'd been doing and what had been going on, um, I wouldn't be doing more of what seems to be um, being received so well by potential new clients. And it's the same with the trades guys, for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's one of the bizarre things and something that's kind of overlooked because there's a lot of positive that's come out of this. A lot for a lot of different companies, whether they have just had to reshuffle or rechange, or they furloughed a part of their workforce, which has enabled them to focus again, it's a bit of a cliche now, but focus on the business rather than being caught up in the business all the time. So, yeah, we're speaking to to so many different people. Don't get me wrong, we're working with a lot of trades, which can sort of cross over into key workers. There are some industries that have been devastated by what's going on, and we're not being insensitive to those guys whatsoever. But where we're coming from, the, the trades niche, 100% 100% absolutely, these guys now are in a position where they're starting to look at their marketing a little bit more seriously. They're starting to look at their branding, their messaging a bit more, starting to adjust their um, overall vision and what they're going to be doing. And, and as I said, I've, I've spoken to different refurbishment companies that are now looking at doing more emergency plan works because it's a bit more future-proofing.
1: That's brilliant. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, if you could summarise then your quick five points really quickly.
2: Sure, no worries. Well, number one is figures first. Adjust your cash flow, adjust your forecast. Number two is based on that cash flow, communicate with the people that you owe money. Number three is contact the people that owe you money and make sure you set up a payment plan with them if they're struggling during this time. Number four, communication with clients, phone, email, text, WhatsApp, get the message, let them know that you're still working, the services that you currently offer. And Number five, after doing all of those, has your vision, has your overall strategy changed and have you added new products and services to your overall business plan?
1: brilliant lots of things to think about there within your own business thank you very much Andrew for those top tips thank you for listening or for watching um, whether you're uh, on the podcast or whether you're online at MarketingSimplified.co.uk. don't forget to get in touch let us know how you're getting on during the crisis and if there's anything else you'd like us to cover but for now thank you very much
0: that's all for this time but don't worry we'll be back with more soon Stay tuned for new episodes at Marketing Simplified.co.uk